Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Do You Know What? I'm Flo. I'm Samantha. And together we are just two friends talking utter rubbish. Hi I friend. I get comfy. Hi friend. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having one of those days where... I Right, I don't know if you've seen them. I saw this um, chair where it's like a cross-legged chair. What? Yeah, so <gasps> like it's a chair and then it's got like a, another layer like just below the seat bit so you can cross your legs on the chair. Where do I buy one? I don't know, but I need one. I definitely need one of them. I love sitting cross-legged, but you can't do that on a normal chair. No, you can't. Also, it always ends up hurting my bottom if I try. Um, But yeah, sorry I interrupted. No, that's absolutely fine. To be fair, my uh, butt still hurts because my friend was over this weekend, so we went up uh, just a little hill. It was only, I think, 711 metres ascent. Tiny. Um, Yeah, but my muscles are killing me. Honestly, next time you come up, I'll have to take you up. You'll love it. I don't think I want to do that. The views are so nice. Like I love getting up there and it's just so Send me a picture. peaceful. To be fair, you've probably seen it a million times from the amount of times I go up in and post it on Instagram. So I'll be like, is this it? Look better with the pictures. <laughs> it's just so peaceful and tranquil. And then you're like, okay, the wind is about to blow me off. Let's go down. No, I can't be asked for that. I mean, I did more exercise on Saturday than I think I did in the whole of May. Did you and Rob get a, like a pop-up Babington? Court. yeah we bought like a pop-up badminton set did you full on buy it yeah so where were you playing it in the park that's so cute <laughs> and, uh, and at one point at one point rod rob rod rob made this really good um shot and this man was like jogging past and he went he, he was jogging he went great control <laughs> and we were like oh my god that is so funny but we actually so we we went to the park um and so basically when we when we searched um like playing badminton in Ilford, it was £66 for an hour, right? Or we could buy this like pop-up badminton set for like 40 quid. That's ridiculous. So obviously we're going to go for the one that's got longevity and doesn't just last for an hour. With the way the weather's been this weekend, why would you want to be inside? Exactly. And, you know, yeah, okay, it's not the best when it's super windy in winter and stuff like that, but it's fine, you know, we can make do. Um, But yes, we went to the park um, and we actually went to the exact same tree um, as where my phone got stolen last (laughs) year in the park. Um, So we were like, okay, let's... And Rob was like, is your phone in your bag? And I was like, no, no, my phone is in my in my pocket <laughs> of my gym shorts. So I was like, my phone ain't going anywhere other than in my pocket on my hand. We're not doing this again. And he left his at home because we were like, nope, I'm scarred from last time. <laughs> um, and then we walked through the park. We like, it was so funny because Rob was like, oh, I'm a bit hungry. Like, but I don't know, like, what do we do? And I was like, well, it's quite easy to put back in the thing so why don't we just go and get an ice cream and then go set up somewhere else he was like that's a great idea so we went and got an ice cream then walked to the other side of the park then found a different like tr- shaded area to play there so then set up another time um and then obviously when we were finished and we were both like my legs are knackered we had to walk all the way home um <laughs> which because we'd walked to the opposite side of the park was a lot longer than i think we both thought it was going to be mm. so i ended up doing a like i think it was according to my watch it was about 161 minutes of exercise because when we got home we also decided that would be a really good idea to play some ring fit so we both had a go at ring fit <laughs> yeah and then literally it was like why have we done so much exercise we're like did i do you know and then this, and then we woke rob, up and did ring fit on sunday too do you know what? this is rob trying to trick you into like getting into exercise 
and like showing that you can enjoy it. And to be fair, when you do exercise like that, it is fun and enjoyable. Because I yeah. sometimes go for a run. It just it's like it's just you and your thoughts, and you're like, nah, don't need this. Boring, isn't it? But it's funny because when I was I was playing the Ring Fit, and obviously um, it's like a game as well. So you've got to like defeat the boss and stuff like this. Um, and I lost to the boss and then I like so I was like right I'm gonna get myself up to a level where I can beat him and Rob was like I'm actually shocked that you went back he's like I thought you would have just been like oh it's a shame I lost I'm gonna like log off now he's like but you genuinely were like no I'm gonna defeat it he was like I didn't think you would be able to do more than five minutes of ring fit considering how much exercise you've done today and I was like you underestimate me do you know what it's quite interesting just how like people's perceptions of exercise has just changed like I think people realize there's just more to exercise than going to the gym or going for a run and also like there's so many ways you can do it so that you're spending time with people and not hating it the whole time Mm. well what was really funny about getting rob to do the ring fit was that he did it and he must have he does he did like 25 minutes half an hour and i don't think i've seen that boy sweat that much doing any of his normal workouts at home and he was like I'm actually, he was like, I'm really impressed at how good this game is considering it's a ring and then, you know, it just makes you do exercises. He's like, I can't believe it's made me feel like this tired and this, he's like, it's a full body workout. And I was like, I know, that's why I like doing it because it's also a game and Samantha loves games. <laughs> yeah, no, with you, it's definitely like anything where you can bring competition. Like, it's, it's funny because when we... When we play games, if you're, if it, unless you have a goal, if you've not got a competition, you get so bored so quickly. Yeah, I definitely, I'm someone that just needs a, I need an agenda. I need like a routine. I need, and that's, that's what my, um my therapist has made me do. She was like, right, let's, let's talk about what you do each day. And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, like I, I have really good days. It's fine. Like, you know, let's talk about it. Um, and she was like, so what do you do in the evening? And I was like, play on my Xbox. And she was like, okay, for like how long? And I was like, four or five hours. <laughs> and she was like, okay. She was like, yeah. And like, what's what what's good about that? And I was like, well, you know, it's fun. Um, I enjoy doing it. I get to talk to people. It doesn't take a lot of effort. And she was like, right, and what's bad about it? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> and she was like, um, well, you know, does it stop you from socializing or from like doing things? And I was like, no she's like what about going outside I was like no and she was like right okay so we're gonna she's like for the next two weeks we're gonna cut down on the xbox time in the evening and you're only allowed two hours a day and I was like why am I being punished I was like oh wait, mate you're not finished it's not finished yet and I was like I was like what 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 I was like I thought we said three hours and she was like let's go let's go seven till nine and I was like okay I was like all right seven till nine I was like she's like and you know from half five till seven you can tidy the house or go on a walk she like googled parks near me and was like oh you can go on a walk to this park and I was like that's quite far <laughs> she was like it's not that far you can do that I was like mm-hmm. I was like okay and then she's like what have you got planned this weekend and I was like oh not much like me and Flo will just FaceTime and then we'll play the Xbox all day and she was like you're gonna regret telling me you've got no plans she's like so on Saturday let's go for a bike ride and you can do this and I was like you have a I was bike? Like, wait so you're saying no as in no. like going to central London rent a bike she was like yeah so um you can't just spend all of your weekend not playing the Xbox and I was like but but I was like, but that's what I, I was like, but I clean. 
Yeah, weekly. She was like, she was like, no. She was like, you need to go outside. She was like, do your cross. She was like, maybe do your cross stitch in the park. And I was like, I had never considered that as something to do. She was like, instead of watching TV whilst you do it, I was like, yeah, that I I do just sit and watch TV. She was like, yeah, we're trying to get you away from just watching TV and playing on the Xbox. Limit the screen. To- I was like, we clean. It's heartbreaking. Like, so wait, does this mean that I now when I'm like. When we're doing nothing together, I have to FaceTime you and you're just going to be sat in a park cross-stitching instead of sat in front of your TV. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, I don't like that. That works too, though. I know. It sucks. It's like she wants me to be a better version of myself or something. So ew, rude. ew. I know, literally. But, I mean, I, yeah. do, I do agree with her in that you do need to go outside more because you can't just allow your only outside time being that walk to the Sainsbury's because that's like a minute. <laughs> and even then, sometimes you can't be asked. Yeah, it's quite funny. She was like, you know, does it stop you doing anything? I was like, no, I wouldn't do the things anyway. So it's not stopping me. She was like, but maybe if you can't play the Xbox, you will then do the things that you don't want to do. And I was like... I mean, did you do this She was like, before? just do it for two weeks. And she was like, do it for two weeks. And if I'm wrong, you can go back to playing Xbox all day. I was like, great. Mm. So, yeah. I know. That's annoying. I mean, it's probably good for you because I definitely use you as an excuse to not do things. <laughs> like, I think, I yeah. think we're really bad for each other because we're like, yeah, but I can't, I can't abandon Samantha. She needs me to do nothing with her. I know, I do. but I'm like, but that is social. She was like, right, let's also, she was like, okay, here, what are your social achievements going to be for this week? She's like, why don't you meet a friend and like go out for coffee? I was like, I haven't got any friends. <laughs> and she was like, well, you must have friends. I was like, well, no, I do have friends. I was like, but like four. Um, and one lives in Scotland. One lives in Sheffield. One lives in Banbury. One lives in Cambridge. You know, I was like, I don't have friends that live near me. I was like, they're all like, you can't just text someone on a Monday and be like, hey, do you want to go for drinks on Saturday? Like, no one's, no one's around. No one's, everyone's booked up in advance. She was like, okay, well, why don't you, you know, try and book in a video chat with one of your friends and, you know, like have dinner or something. She was like, and I was like, okay, I'll do that one. That's we you. need to do that anyway. <laughs> That's you. I'll be doing that with you this week. Well, yeah, because obviously, yeah, but unfortunately, we're not allowed to play. We're not allowed to play games whilst we do it. That's the point. She wants me to like talk. We, yeah, but we do, we do talk. Yeah, about Minecraft. Yeah, but sometimes we talk about other things. Wait, wait. Does that mean we're not allowed to watch TV either? Um, fuck that. I'm still watching my TV. Still. Okay, because like. Sometimes we do I'm gonna, date nights like, and have takeaway and watch a movie together. Yeah, I feel like that's allowed. I'm gonna, I, I, I will try and consciously not just, you know, watch TV or play games till eleven o'clock at night. I will try and switch off the Xbox at nine and okay, have a shower. I don't, nine's so early though. What else am I gonna do? Uh, cross stitch. You could read a book. Um, yeah, puzzle. Read a read a book. Read a book is also on my list of things to be doing. And I, she has set me fifteen minutes of reading a book every other day. To be fair, you'll realise how easy that is, especially if you yeah, find a book so you I'm enjoy. A reader. Yeah. So, um, what else was on the agenda? I don't know. But I 
to be fair, I did message Oliver about playing badminton on Thursday. So that was that gets me out of the house. So that's one day. And this morning, even before my counselling call, I got up this morning and did exercise at 8am. Yeah, I know. I was a bit confused when I saw that message. I was like, sorry, I think you're broken. Oh, like I'm really enjoying my ring fit. And so I'm just, I just need to keep going at it. I'm going to try and do it every day because I might, I won't do it at the weekend. Uh, fair enough. I know. I'm looking forward to doing, well, yeah, I am looking forward to doing some exercise again. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, see, I forget that I enjoy exercise until I do exercise. But I have to admit, because I did exercise at 8am and then I didn't have time to shower before working, I smell. You make that sound like that's different from usual. No, like smell. Like, like, like I keep walking around my flat and I get a whiff of myself and I'm like, need to shower. <laughs> but I just haven't had a chance yet. Why don't you shower at lunch? Because I had counselling at lunch. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, oh, right, that was today. So, you know, yeah, I've got a busy life flow. My, like, counselling lady seems to think I've got a lot of spare time. Clearly not. I can't even shower. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did she uh, mention anything about the whole uh, shower schedule? No, it's a different lady. Oh, so she's not quite clocked on the fact that you don't shower yet. But I do. I have been showering. Like, because, like, when I'm really sweaty, I can't deal with it. So I shower. Fair enough. So I showered yesterday and the day before and the day before that. So already that's more showers than I've probably done last month. To be fair, that's probably the thing you need to do in terms of that is actually find like create a reason to need shower other than just you know your natural body odor because like you've always been good at when you've gone for a run you will just shower yeah you know like there needs to be a reason for it i don't want to waste the water you know there's a difference though there's a difference between like you know when you work out and you're really sweaty and you really smell like you really smell between and then that and then just like i haven't had a shower in three days yeah that's not normally that bad like i can deal with that hence the problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I've actually surprised myself that I've still shower every single morning at the moment I need to because I have to wash my tattoo twice a day so actually I'm showering twice a day at the moment it's kind of weird um but I've actually surprised myself that I've managed to sh- carry on with showering every morning which I started like mid-April so it's been almost two months and I never Good. yeah I literally haven't missed a day and this is coming from well me done. who used to shower like once Some, a week. sometimes all this week because you know yeah. some, sometimes you have to wash your hair <laughs> yeah there's no shame in that like i'm sorry but like people who try and slag you off for saying stuff like oh you haven't brushed your teeth or oh you haven't showered an x amount of time just cannot understand or comprehend the effects of anxiety or depression because they literally stop you from doing such simple functioning things like even though you want to you know, so if you've never experienced it, you can never understand why someone can't be asked to brush their teeth. But, you know, if you have, then you'll be like, oh, fair, I get it. You'll be like, yeah, that's fair. I yeah. hope better soon. And, and this is the other thing is like, sometimes also, I just, I find it really difficult to socialise. And I know once I get there, I'm going to enjoy it. Like yesterday, um, I went for afternoon tea with some friends. And before I was like, do you know what? I can't be bothered to go to Edinburgh. Like, I just can't be bothered to have to walk to this place and all this. And I was like, I know I'm going to enjoy it once I get there because, you know, the weather's nice and I get out and stuff. And I had my friend up from um, Cambridge visiting. So I was like, I know, like, once we do it, I'll be fine. But I was honestly so ready to bail because I was like, I know I know it sounds bad, 
when I say I can't be bothered, but I'm literally just like the amount of energy I know it's going to take me is what's put me off it. Especially yeah. if like getting to Edinburgh for me is a fucking trek and a half. I have to. I leave mean, be- I, when I texted you yesterday, I was like, "Oh wait, let me look at Life 360 and see where Flo is." I was like, "Ah, oh, she is driving." I was like, "I'll come back in a bit." Oh no, I was on a bus actually at that point. Oh, so, so you could have replied. Well, to be fair, it was in my bag, so I hadn't noticed. But um, but this is the thing is, so to go to where we wanted, I had to drive to near Edinburgh Airport, get a tram from Edinburgh Airport to my friend's house, and then get a bus from her house to where we were going. So even on the way back, I then had to get a bus, a tram, and a driving. And I'm like, this is exactly why I couldn't be bothered to come, because, yeah, okay, yeah. great for her, she gets a bus. <laughs> and it's like, she's always like, yeah, but this is why she moved to Edinburgh. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't like Edinburgh. I don't get people who want to live in cities. It doesn't appeal to me. I hate it. There are plenty of places to socialise outside of a city. You're such a country bumpkin. Yeah, I... Like, I've always lived in the country I, and I've I've never liked cities. Never. Yeah, I have to admit, the worst thing about cities is the travel. Like, you know, in order for, like, to get into central London, it's not that bad. But if one of my friends, like, when they, um, like, when Emma um, was living in Clapham, you know, it was a nightmare to try and get there. And it'd take me, like, over an hour just to go around and, you know, see my friend for drinks. And it's like, I don't want to spend, like, two hours getting somewhere and then there'd be the it'd be the case of oh i can't be asked to travel home so i'd stay stay overnight and then have to wake up at like seven in the morning to be able to get home to have a shower and then work and i was like this is not worth it like yeah and also like especially we're going to edinburgh like i i got the tram yesterday because like if i park outside my friend's house it's like 15 quid for four hours and that is absolutely ridiculous when i can pay like £3.40 for a return on the tram. Yeah, okay, it takes longer, but I'm saving myself a significant amount of money. Whereas when they come to see me, there's parking. So, like, they literally just got to get in a car. Whereas I have to get in a car and either pay for expensive parking or get on a tram, which just takes things longer. So it's just like... It, like... I know it sounds bad because I was like, I couldn't be bothered. And I obviously really... Yeah, obviously, I really enjoyed myself when I got there. But I feel like it makes me seem like a bad friend. Whereas actually, like the amount of energy I have to use when I'm already tired because I'm not sleeping properly. I'm just like, it's so annoying when people don't understand that. And I like, I feel yeah. bad because I can't explain that to them because they just, they just take offense. And it's like, it's not you. Like, there's something about traveling as well, right? Like traveling is easy. You know, you, you get on, especially if you're not driving anywhere, if you're getting on a tram or you're getting on a train and getting on a bus, you sit on it, you go, you don't have to do anything. But it is exhausting. It is so exhausting. Like there's something about the fact that you have to, you know, I think it's the, for me anyway, I think it's the constantly keeping an eye on my stuff, um, constantly being aware of how long I've got left. So, you know, I don't want to start a TV episode if I haven't got enough time to watch the whole thing Mm. because that's just annoying. Um, Or it would be like trying to work out, you know, where you can get food from, where you, when you can eat, when you can do X, when you can do Y. And it's just so much energy to try and work out your plan, like your travel plans. So in order to get there, like you're normally, at least the getting there is all right because you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to go for afternoon tea and I'm going to have a really nice afternoon tea. But then the afternoon tea is done and you've got to do all the travel again when you're just full, to get home. When you're full, like, honestly. Yeah. If I luckily I didn't have a button, but if I had a button, I'd have been. I'm doing it. 
like you know it's it's the case of you get to that sort of tiredness and you're like I just want to be at home and then it feels so much longer because you've got so long to go like I think for me like my biggest issue with traveling is when I travel home from Sheffield from seeing Rob and it's like oh well going there is all right because I'm seeing Rob but you're coming excited. home is like oh yeah and I'm excited whereas coming home is like Ugh. Like, what, I'm just going to get home at half nine and what, try and make some food to eat and watch TV. I'm hoping, though, that when I obviously move, that with the commute, it will sort of be a bit of reverse psychology because it'll be like, right, OK, I'm going to work. Let's do my work on the train. And then when I'm coming back, it'll be like, oh, yay, but I'm going home. And like, there's yeah. someone at home. Like, it's not just me going to sit by myself. I can, I'm actually going to have dinner on the table ready to eat and, you know, Hopefully it won't be as, I don't know what the word is, as it won't be as exhausting. Yeah. Let's go with that. That, that will do. Yeah. No, I definitely know what you, yeah, what you mean. It's Yeah, it's always different, especially when, like when you go home to an empty house. Because I've had my friend up, so she came up Thursday evening and she literally left at like half three today. And it's actually just been really nice. Like when I was getting frustrated at work, I would just walk through and we'd just start ranting at each other about like various different work things. And it was so nice to be able to actually do that while at work rather than have to like hope I speak to someone so that I can rant at them. Well, it's like when we start, we went through that phase of like for a couple of days where we just call each other and moan about work. <laughs> yeah, it gets to five o'clock and we just spend the like last few hours of our working day just ranting at each other while, while we're trying to work. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are good times. But oh, well, speaking of, well, not speaking of rants, there was um so my one of my neighbours has got his pride flag up because obviously it's pride month. Yeah, um, happy pride and, month. Yeah, happy Pride Month, everyone, to all four of our listeners. Um, we And um, these boys on the train were going to get the train and they started shouting abuse up at his flag, like, fuck LGBT. And then when he went out onto the balcony, he was the, the boy was like, fuck the gays and like all this shit. Um, and he recorded it and like sent it to the police, but also it's like got in our local newspaper and stuff as well. And I hadn't put mine up yet because I forgot to do it. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, shit, I should definitely put mine up now. And then yesterday he messaged and was like, whose flag is it on the 11th floor? And I was like, mine, why? And he was like, oh, someone like um, said, sent me a message saying that um, they'd seen like multiple flags on our building when they were like going somewhere um, and how happy it had made them to see like pride flags in Ilford, especially. Um, and he was like, and then I saw that there was... A, they sent him a picture and he was like and then I saw there was one further up as well so I didn't know who it was <laughs> I was like oh yeah that's me I was like sorry it wasn't there when you got the hate I was like but I made sure I put it up after um and he was like oh no it's just nice to see so many and there's another one like on my opposite like side of the window as well so we've got three in like very close vicinity which is I think good for like get that representation out folks yeah I think it's one of those things like people are still so worried of the backlash that once they see other people are doing it, they feel a bit more comfortable doing it because, you know, there's going to, it's not just going to be them that gets backlash. They've got like a little community to support them. And like you say, especially in somewhere like Ilford, like he, one guy put a flag out and he got abusive about it straight away. And it's like, what is a flag doing to harm those guys? Yeah. Do you know what though? What I couldn't believe was the fact that like, 
the this this man, well probably a man, was like saw this flag on someone's balcony and felt the need to start shouting abuse at, at it. And I'm like, how insecure are you? <laughs> Get our flag. Like he didn't know that the people in that flat could hear him. He didn't know that they like they see in. or hear. Yeah. And it's like, why? How does it bother you that much? Like, how insecure are you that that's how you need to show that you're a macho man is by shouting hate at a pride flag? Yeah. It's literally like, you took up a fight with a flag. With a flag? Not even a person, a flag. I just, like, I still don't understand. Like, I, I, it's not that I'm saying that people shouldn't have an issue with lgbt like i understand that for a few people like there's still the religious thing so you know it makes them comfortable and they're entitled to that opinion just as you know lgbt people are entitled to express themselves but if someone's life is not impacting how you live yours just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean you have to constantly say it and like create hatred towards them like just go on living your life like that person having a flag up has not impacted their life at all other than them thinking, oh, I need to pick up a fight with a flag. Like, it doesn't impact them. Like, have my, your, have your my beliefs thing, and keep them. My thing with, like, with the the excuse of religion as, like, for homophobia is that it's really pick and choosy of religions because mm. pretty much every single religion says to, you know, care for your brother and sister and to forgive sins and to love one another, Right. Yeah, these people go, oh, but this religion says that you shouldn't be gay and this religion says you shouldn't be this. But then they ignore the fact that it says that you should love everyone anyway, no, no matter what they do. They pick, they pick and choose. And that's why I say it's an excuse, because if you really fully believe and like in everything that your religion is saying, fundamentally, they all end up saying love one another. You know, they're they're all about love and care and trust. Like they're not about hate and abuse and, you know, not wanting to deal with people. They're all positive, you know. So by taking the negative and saying this is what I'm going to focus on just means you're using it as an excuse to be homophobic or transphobic or any type of phobic because or racist. Because at the end of the day, it literally says just love one another. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do to be a good person of your religion is forgive people for their sins and to love people. People. so if you see it as a sin that's all right you don't have to you know partake in those things yourself but you should still treat those people with respect and with love and the care that you give anyone else because that's what these religions say so it really is just like a cop out um from people to try and give an excuse as to why they can hate people like i said it just doesn't impact their life and i, I remember when i first started working where i did um one of the guys in my intake was gay and he was very like openly gay wasn't worried about it and like, to be fair like no one had an issue with it like all the guys like we're still like just as pally with him as they were with everyone else but he obviously naturally gravitated towards being friends with the girls and i remember we were staying away um at a work thing and and just like we're having girly chat of like what guys we thought were attractive and stuff like that and he mentioned like one of the guys in the group and then then later got back to that guy that the gay guy thought he was the most attractive and i like i absolutely just loved his response because the guy just turned around and went yeah well why wouldn't he like didn't impact his friendship with the guy that uh, the gay guy because he was worried that the gay guy was suddenly going to start making moves in him and stuff and when we had to stay away for another um work thing and we all had to share rooms like this guy turned around to the gay guy and said 
why don't we share a room together? Because we had to, for some reason, we had to share with the same gender because, oh, heavens forbid, you know, people should start doing things yeah. as, as consenting adults. So this guy said to the gay guy, because obviously he knew he didn't have really a lot of male friends because he sort of hung out with his girls. So he was like, I'll just share with you because he knew that the gay guy wasn't trying to make him gay or anything like that. He just said that he thought he was the most attractive and he was like, well, yeah, I know I am. So why wouldn't you say that kind of thing? And I was like, it just annoys me that so many other guys, if they were in that position, would their masculinity would have been so threatened that they would have shunned the like the gay guy. So I'm, I keep calling him gay guy because I don't want to like use names and I start out with <laughs> things. But and it just do you know it, what's funny as well there though is that um, like because I do like there there are some men out there who would have that same sort of respect like response of sort of like uh no I don't want to be near that person anymore because they've said they find me attractive um not just to gay people but they would do it to ugly people too um and that's when I'm a bit like it's not even a fact like that isn't always like because they're they've got homophobia ingrained in them but it is to do with their ego um and it's to do with that weird sort of self-absorbedness that if someone that they don't deem as worthy of them finding them attractive it's embarrassing and yeah. like it's really really weird um but then obviously there are the ones i think that if you're you know a gay person or if you're bisexual that that means that you just find everyone attractive when it's like what difference does it make if your female best friend says oh you're the most attractive guy here or your guy best friend says it nothing yeah doesn't mean that you want to sleep with them doesn't mean they want to sleep with you they're just stating a fact because you know finding people attractive doesn't always mean that you want to go and shag them it just means that you're talking about their physical attractiveness. You know, there's a lot more to it than just that, including personality, which a lot of these very attractive people, it's the reason they wouldn't get laid because they, they don't have, have one. personality. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to be fair, you actually made a good point. I never thought about it from the literally they just anyone that they don't deem worthy. And obviously some of it definitely does stem from homophobia. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. but there is also some like you say the whole ego of well this is i'm up here on that pedestal so only people also up on that pedestal are worthy of my yeah and it's a level of embarrassment it's it's that they feel like if you know that there's that there's like an ingrained homophobia where sometimes people who actually you know think that they might be gay or bisexual they don't like it if someone who is you know gay or bisexual says that they're attractive because then it's like oh my god what if people think I'm gay because the gay person finds me attractive and the people that are really insecure about that are often the people that have thought about it and have been like I'm not sure but feel embarrassed to admit those feelings whereas the people that are confident in themselves will be like oh cool you know it's the same way that Rob like he'll walk out he'll go out and like if someone says put on my high heels he'll put them on because he's confident in himself like yeah he doesn't feel like putting on high heels or even a wig is going to take away from his masculinity or take away from himself he's just up for having a laugh whereas you know you get the men out there who really are a bit worried about how people perceive them and then they're the ones that freak out and also Rob is aware he's dating like the hottest girl out there so he can't really do any better so exactly that he ain't going anywhere <laughs> love you he's not listening i know he's not listening <laughs> do you know he actually um funnily enough he did say um a while back when i was last at his um and the flat were talking at the house were talking about um like i said something about spit or swallow and they were like wait you spoke about that in the podcast and he was like i'm gonna listen i was like you're fucking not it's like I've told you, you're not allowed to listen. I know, of course, he fucking didn't. Like he would have forgotten about it five minutes later. You know. Yeah. 
fair enough fair enough bless his soul but um yeah so so that was that one do you know what i felt very every time i do stuff at the weekend i always end up feeling very out of touch with like reality and just out of my sort of rhythm and system so i'm just Mm. then like i'm so confused with what's going on in the world did you watch any of the football at the weekend um i did not but i have seen various articles so I obviously was really lucky and got good old turkey in our office sweepstakes. So, so glad that they got the own goal. Woo! Um, and then obviously I heard about the England fan. So I hope he recovers and it is Yeah, too I didn't realise that until after so the game. Many, yeah, so many people, like I spoke to a few people today and they're like, what do you mean? And I explained what happened and they were like, I didn't realise that happened. Um, but I think everybody who knows me knows my opinion of football. I personally don't like it. It's not a sport that I would choose to watch or anything like that. But at the end of the day, like I'm quite patriotic. So when it gets to things like this, like, I don't like cricket, but I got really behind England in like the cricket cup and stuff like that. Um, did you Did you see the Scotland score? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. I'm so proud of them for failing so well. So proud. Their souls. Yeah. But can you believe, did you see the, the Finland, Sweden, Switzerland? So I didn't watch Christian it. Ericsson. Yeah, I don't watch it, but I've... Uh, I've obviously seen everything about it and do you know what this this is this is the times that i can respect football is that you know as soon as someone else as someone tweeted just how like what was going on like people were like basically trying to protect him the actual cameras filming the game were polite enough to once they've tweeted what was going on to stop filming out of respect but yeah that side yeah but the fact that when he was then carried off still potentially at critical risk of dying there's fucking media photos of him on the stretcher and i'm like the guy literally almost died on the pitch and you're so desperate to get the photo of him while he's dying that you can't respect that privacy it's just do you know what baffles me the most though is the fact that he's 29 years old he's a football player and just collapsed and went into cardiac arrest yeah, but the problem with people who are that fit is sometimes they do put so much pressure a strain on, on the heart, the heart yeah. just with the amount they're doing. So while everyone thinks they're really fit, and also like he could genuinely have an underlying like heart condition. Like I, when I first started working where I am, one of our directors passed away from a heart attack, and when they did some tests, it turns out he had this heart condition that he didn't know about. His no one in his family knew about it. It wasn't hereditary. He just always had it, and it wasn't until his heart attack that they became aware. And obviously, it was too late. And like my dad, yeah. my dad's got a heart condition that, as far as he's aware, it doesn't impact him. But that's not to say, like, especially given everything that's happened uh, with his dad, it's not to say it's not going to, you know, eventually impact him. Like, but my my dad is still a fit and healthy guy like he does plenty of exercises i mean sometimes um the beer belly yeah, he gets, is the beer belly he gets is a bit ooh ooh you're pregnant or is that beer already uh, but um yeah so that that was that moment of just watching all like cuz like you could see how distressed all the players were like with everything going on as well and it's times like that where i do actually really respect football players because for them it became about him not the game and I was actually quite shocked at the amount of fans that were complaining that the game might then get cancelled or postponed. And it's like, a guy almost died, guys. There are be- I'm really there- surprised that they decided to play the game. Yeah, that did surprise me as well. I, I, I get that, 
to be fair, he probably would have wanted them to because it's like he's literally spent months training for this moment to try and get his team to the top. He wouldn't then want his team to not carry on because of him. Yeah, true, I guess. I suppose if they ha- if it was either forfeit or play. Yeah. But I don't feel like they should have been made to make that choice, you know, because that's that like you, your brain is just not in it then, you know. Yeah, but I can't imagine. I don't know. I can't. Because it, it is a very it's a very fixture heavy tournament. So like yeah. if you if you can't play one game, it does fuck it up quite a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I, I it's guess not that like the Six Nations. Oh, who knows what even happened with that? Fucking France, French? Italy, French, French. Yeah, yeah, French. Still ain't forgiven them for that. But hey, still a great game. What was the score in the end? I can't remember. Did I don't know, but yeah. But remember, because I thought we finally beat you uh, in the table and then my, my oh, yeah. heart broke and I was all like, over uh, again. No. <laughs> I was like, no, Flo, you can't count. Yeah. Oh, I my shoulder. To be fair, that's a good point. I think one of the reasons my friends get annoyed about me saying how much I hate Edinburgh and not wanting to go to Edinburgh, when it comes to rugby, I can't get to Edinburgh quick enough. <laughs> because Murrayfield is my second home. I am never happier than when I am in Murrayfield. So any like that is the only reason I will happily go to Edinburgh like every weekend if I had to. Ooh. Yeah. So I miss I I want to I said to Rob I want to start getting him like rugby tickets for birthdays and stuff just because that he's a nightmare to buy anything for, yeah. for like any sort of birthdays Christmas anniversaries not that we do that but any of that sort of shit so I'm like. I just need to start buying you rugby tickets, babe. Like, that's it. Ideally, I'd like to get some good ones, but... Well, to be fair, I think my dad was saying that England-Scotland A-team are playing in Leicester end of the month. If you can get tickets. I don't know how easy it is to get tickets at the moment. Got plans. Yeah, I've also got plans. Oh, yeah, Mrs. For someone who doesn't like socialising, you're doing a heck of a lot of socialising. We're going to Brighton. Have you not got spa days as well? Ah, yes, I've had spa days. <laughs> I have two spa days booked in July and August. And that... Well, spa days are not socialising. Spa days are let me go with someone that I like to go and lie in silence. Don't see you taking me. You live in Scotland. You can, we have spas up in Scotland. Yeah, but then I have to get to fucking Scotland. But you like being in Scotland. You're one of well, us. come to me then. One of us, one of us, one of us. I actually need to work out whether I'm more Scottish or English. Do you know what? A part of me actually wants to do one of those DNA tests so that I can figure it out so that if people keep calling me English, I can be like, actually, look at my DNA. I'm actually more Scottish, but I'm pretty confident my mum's side of the family are just English. Yeah, because I'm not sure as to whether I am more Jamaican than English. I guess you would be, because I don't really think anyone in your family is English, are they? You just live in no. England. Well, Nanny Nanny Helen is part Scottish, part English. I mean, you are Dinner probably Wales. more likely to be Scottish than English because of your Irish heritage, because obviously there's more links to Ireland and Scotland. Let me have a look, see if it says. So the, the biggest issue is, is that on my 23andMe, it comes up and just says British and Irish. No. Oh. You're not going to And that's probably 
No, that has to be one of the most like annoying things because firstly, British and Irish are two separate things. Yeah, but they group us together, don't they? Why? Annoying. Because at um, the time we were at one item. So, like for example, oh no, it just says. Yeah, it says. Well, to be fair, so the United Kingdom, it says, um, has 165 administrative regions. We have found strong evidence, the strongest evidence of your ancestry in the following ten. So we've got London. Oh. We've got Glasgow City, number two. Merseyside, is number three. North. Uh, West Midlands is next. Uh, Tyne and Ware. North. That's Newcastle. Aberdeenshire makes sense told you Scottish Lancashire West Yorkshire Aberdeen City and South Yorkshire so you're definitely northern very northern you're very Um, northern and then and then Ireland it's hilarious because it says Ireland has 26 administrative regions here's the top 10 (laughs) it's pretty much all of them in it like is that is that really a shock um but yeah, so trying to just sort of shows the whole country as strong because I've got 79.3% of me is British and Irish. And what, and the rest is Jamaican? Wait, are you uh, Jamaican got... or Nigerian? So Nigerian in terms of heritage, Jamaican in terms of if I were to get a passport. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I did think that your granddad wasn't Wait, was it your granddad or your granddad's dad that wasn't originally my from granddad. Jamaica? My granddad. So my grand my granddad is from Jamaica, but he they would have in terms of like ancestry, they would have been brought over from like Nigeria. So even though he's oh, okay. from Jamaica, from you know, slave trade and that. You're uh-huh. you're not from that place. Good old days, eh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. 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 Yeah, we're right, not okay. Pal. Also, you've right. I keep saying pal all the time. <laughs> I hate you so much. I said to Rob yesterday, I was like, "You're right, pal." I was like, "Fuck's sake, blow!" <laughs> Literally, as I said it, I was like, "That freaking bitch and her fucking pal." I was like, and now there's me going, "You're right, pal. What's up, pal?" I'm like, I hate myself. Uh, he was like, "Is that a Scottish thing?" I was like, "Yeah," and it's been ingrained into me in London. <laughs> I can't wait to like get in other things and grow- to be fair I'm surprised I haven't started saying I and we a lot because those are the other two that I say a lot why but why would I say that when the answer is yes uh why would you call your boyfriend a pal when he's your boyfriend well I mean I never say hey boyfriend anyway so. hey boys <laughs> hey babe I mean I do say hey babe you do. but to be fair a lot of the time I say pal it's normally when he's done something I think it's a little bit silly so I'll be like you're right pal <laughs> Yeah, like, hey. it's, it's quite sarcastic same yeah. way I do it to you but thanks for tuning in for another episode of do you know what guys apologies for the fact that we are still absolutely two loony tunes but we love the fact that you're still listening give us a follow at dykw podcast on instagram or send us an email at dykw podcast at gmail.com if you've got any questions queries things you need advice on or if you just want to insult us please go ahead and try that too we um really have thick skin um but we hope to you 
slash hear you slash hope you can hear us because you you called me out for it a couple of weeks ago and now I'm like I feel like I shouldn't say look forward to seeing you <laughs> you don't remember um but oh. see you next week guys bye bye <laughs>